All right, we are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is uh, my honor, my pleasure to bring you Julio Chavez, who is here. He says to help us create the perfect avatar to grow our business. Is that right, Julio? Yes, sir. Well, we shall see. <laughs> we shall see on this current episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are back. This is Brian S. Arnold here on the virtual stage again. This is the Authority Project. You are the project and you want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And I am here with Julio Chavez. He is the copy guru. Uh, that we are all waiting to to, to hear today because it's, it's a big thing. It's a very big thing. Uh, you have to learn how to sell with your words. So, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is here. How are you doing today, my friend? Oh, I'm doing all right. How are you, Brian? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Awesome. It, it's, it's, a, it's a nice, you know, 50 degrees here in Boston. In in the dead of in the dead mid mid December, so you, you can't complain to that, you know. Yeah, well, I I <laughs> I, I I feel your struggle. It's a uh, it's a cold seventy six right now here in sunny Hawaii. So man, it's it's rough out there in the streets. You know? Right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's get to it. Before we dive in, tell the people um, in the audience right now who you are personally and then professionally. Sure. Um, so personally, my name's uh, Julio Chavez. Uh, well, professionally as well, my name doesn't change. Um, so I'm a devoted husband, um, father. I my, married my my high school sweetheart. My son is uh, nearly eight years old, and we're working alongside uh, many Americans during the pandemic, trying to get him to uh, excel at school, even though he's uh, mainly at home right now. So it's a definitely a bit of a struggle between doing all this sort of things and talking to people like um, Brian and, and working through our services and our courses and whatnot, while also trying to uh, be a good husband and father and, and work with schoolwork and all that stuff. So um, luckily, he's just barely in the second grade. So it's one of those situations where I don't need uh, to look up or Google uh, certain math <laughs> equations quite yet. So it's yeah. we're still in a, a good space to where yeah. I feel like I'm, uh, I'm the intelligent one. Right, you're still a um, genius. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, oh, and just real quick for the audience sake, uh, in case some of y'all are like, what the heck is that noise? Um, I do have a tiny bit of construction on the side of my house that's on the road. Um, it shouldn't be there the entire time. I just see or hear them up and down, backing up every once in a while. So <laughs> don't tune away too soon. Uh, I promise it gets better. Um, but as far as um, professionally, I started out as a uh, corporate sales manager. Um, I've sold millions of dollars worth of inventory and held teams that um, have sold tens times that. Uh, I absolutely love training. I love helping businesses uh, succeed and grow online. And you know, we have my wife and I 
Um, we are the owners of Copy Identity, where we help you with uh, your copy needs, understanding how to sell, creating avatars, email marketing, et cetera. Awesome. That's great, man. So tell us what you two are currently working on. What's your current project right now? Well, uh, there are two things that we're, we're going through. Um, the primary one, though, uh, that's the one I'm most excited to, to share with your audience with, is um, a, a thing called we call the Go-Getters Club. And it's, it's really exclusively for uh, businesses and business owners that um, feel like they want to go to the, the next level. They feel like they are ambitious. They feel like they don't take no for uh, an answer when it comes to trying to make their life and their business better. Um, the Go-Getters Club is a club that's exclusive to our um it's in like our Facebook group. It's a monthly type of membership, but in there we go every week and uh, work with you as far as like your copywriting and things like that side by side. So there is no um, fluff material, no like random, um, you know, examples that don't pertain to you and your business. Like we, we go, we go hard in it and we, we, we actually get the emails done with you beside you in that hour or two hour uh, class, like we actually do it alongside you and not just give you the theory, but actually uh, practice it along with you. Awesome. So next question, the last question here before we dive in is sure. just the, um, a listener need to know, <clears throat> what is your daily routine? Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> I have right now, again, because of the pandemic and everything, things... Yeah. Um, can be a little weird. So normally I'll give you a quick breakdown. Um, normally wake up at uh, seven, get some coffee in me. Um, my wife is active duty military. So I do take over um, a large portion of the household since I do this plus work with my son. And, um, you know, I'm mainly the one that's at home because I'm blessed to have a, uh, a business where I can effectively do things like this and communicate with people and help people through a camera lens, as opposed to her, where she is serving the con our country, you know, but she has to actually go in and, and do all the physical things and the demanding things and all the secret squirrel stuff, you know? Um, <laughs> so the way it works for me is I wake up at 7 a.m. Um, I spent a little over probably like 1500, maybe $2,000 trying to set up a, a gym in our garage. Um, so I hit that hard, could do that for about uh, two hours. Then from there, um, wake up my son, make him breakfast, get him ready and uh, starting for the, the school day. Uh, let him do his classwork, work with him, with him during uh, in, in homework. Um, in the time that he's in class, uh, virtually, I am you know uh, trying to desperately get all my social media posts put in and comments done and engagement and all that stuff. Right. Um, from there, I continue to do a little bit of outreach every day, trying to talk to um, experts such as Brian and, and talk to be able to relate um, to different podcasts or blogs or whatever as general outreach. Um, and then from there, it's just a continuation, right? It's, uh, it's cook lunch, cook dinner, do dishes, sweep, um, you know, jump on calls like this, do coaching calls, uh, and just keep working and hustling until, um, you know, probably close to about midnight. And that's when I usually uh, start to power down and read a little bit and go to bed. You said midnight when you power down. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So let's let's get right to it, everybody. So sure. let's get right to it. Tell us, first of all, first, <clears throat> what is 
in Avatar? Not the movie, not the movie, right? <laughs> but what, what, what is an Avatar for the people who do not know what that is, first of all? Sure. Okay. So um, the easiest way to explain that, an Avatar is essentially the the sort of customer that you want to sell to in the most basic sense, right? Um, what I'm going to be talking about today is essentially you creating that. And I know there's probably many of you uh, listeners out there that are like, oh, okay, yeah, I've, I've heard about this, you know, or I, maybe you think you even created one, but I, I want to challenge you to revisit it because there are two big problems I normally see. The first being that when it comes to an avatar, um, by the way, is that noise too bothersome? No, we're doing good. Okay, good. That. Just want to make sure. Um, Could be a lot so, worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Um, uh, so the ver first being that you go too shallow. So in other words, if you are um, creating your avatar, this person that you're selling to, and you go too shallow, you might just be saying like, I want to talk to everybody. I want to serve everybody. I want to help everyone in their different niches. Um, and then you can go too deep where you're giving, you're narrowing down your search so much that it's not beneficial um, and it can just be more time consuming than anything. So let me give you kind of a, an analogy here. So if we're talking about like um, dating as an example, right? The primary one, the one you're too shallow is like, I want to marry or date for uh, in this particular circumstance, literally anybody. Anybody who is, um, you know, 18 to, to, to 85, I don't care, let's go out. <laughs> that is not beneficial to you, especially if you're trying to find, you know, that one person. Right. You, if that's what you're putting on your dating profile or that's what you're doing when you're, you know, walking in the club and you're just like literally anybody who's interested in me, in me let's go out. It's not really going to work out for you. I said, it might be a bad example to you hit to you hit to, you went to eighty five. There you go. I was like eighty two. Right. Okay. <laughs> for some um, guys out there, we're, there we're, you go. We're, right. We're females. We'll go right ahead. Yeah. Um, and then there's the other side to it where it's like it's too deep. Where you're like, okay, I'm only interested in guys or girls or whatever you know that are. 30 to 31 and they only shop on whole foods on thursdays and they only drive yellow maseratis um something like that is so specific that it's actually very problematic because then you narrow down your search so much that it's just impossible to find somebody that to, to serve in that in that way right there was some benefit to that because you can now think about income level if they're driving a maserati um you can think that hey they shop at whole Foods, so they might have some some of the same common belief systems that i have so in in that regard you did get a little bit into the right realm but it was just too specific if that makes sense yeah absolutely. um so the idea is that you kind of want to do this like Goldilocks method um, where it's not too shallow, but also not too deep. You know, like you want to, okay, there's the, I, I'm, there's something going on. I think they're power washing my windows or something. I don't know. I'm sorry, everyone. This, I know this is crazy. Please stick with me. It's important to understand the avatar. So, um, yeah, so like I said, they both have their pros and cons in their own ways. Um, what you want to do, as I mentioned, is do that kind of Goldilocks method where it's not too shallow and not too deep. And you want to kind of give yourself just the right, um, just the right amount of, of uh, filter, I suppose, as far as like who you can serve and how you can do that. 
Um, before I go into that, Brian, was there something, uh, a question you wanted to ask that I may be able to answer in case I wasn't very clear or you couldn't hear me because of the incredible amount of noise that's happening beside me? Just for the people who maybe might be thinking, why is this important? Why, why, why can I just go ahead and just put my offer out there too for all to see? Why is it important for them to have this avatar to be so, to be so defined in this way? Sure. Um, well, I'll tell you firsthand. It's because if you say I can serve anybody, you're really serving nobody. Like you know, like this might that might have been okay for you to do 10, 15 years ago online when you know Facebook was barely starting out and all that stuff because you know you were like one of the only. Um, but if you're talking about something as simple as like advertising, I think if if I remember this statistic correctly, it was like in 2016 there was something along the lines of like 3.8 million advertisers. Uh, on Facebook. But today in 2020, there's almost 9 million advertisers. Like it's, it's mm -hmm. such a, a large pool and we're all gaining and, uh, you know, saying, Hey, look at me, look at me, you know, on people's news feeds and mobile sites and all that, that if you don't understand who you're speaking to, all that money that you're going to be putting towards ads is going to end up being wasted. All that time that you're putting towards uh, organic social media posts and things like that um, are being wasted as well, because you're just not going to get the sort of engagement, whether that's likes or comments or clicks on your link in order to apply for your service or your program. You're just not going to get that because you're not speaking to this one person. You know, we can all, they can see that this is not for them because you're not speaking to them, if that makes sense. Right, right. Gotcha. All right. So, so, so my, my question is, and I, I, I post this, I, I, I think I, and I think in my, in my mastermind, I think I, I talked about this. Mm -hmm. Can you really know in the beginning who your audience is to even construct an avatar? Like, can, can you, is there guessing involved or what, what, what is the method that you are looking for to really know who you, who maybe, maybe people don't, don't know who they want to serve mm -hmm. or who, who they're serving? How do, they, how do people get to that point? Sure. Uh, that's actually a really a fantastic question. So the first thing I'm going to say, and then this actually leads um, really well into like a, a segueing into the actual like um, teaching portion of what I wanted to talk to okay. your audience about in the podcast. Um, but the primary thing is to understand that um, this is sort of like dating. Right. Like you, you can't um, you're not just going to marry the very first person that you you date necessarily. Some people sometimes that can happen and that works out great. Other times, um, not so much. Right. So you don't want to necessarily say I am going to only positively for sure work in this niche to serve this audience with this age bracket, et cetera. Um, you know, it's, it's a kind of a little bit of a guessing game initially, but you do need to have some sort of segmentation. So that way, whenever you are putting ads, whenever you are talking to clients, you have a general feel for the sort of content you can produce or the sort of way uh, the ad copy should flow or read um, or the audiences you should be um, uh, advertising to. So in the very, very beginning preliminary steps, there are some, there's a little bit of guesswork and like, okay, I think generally speaking, um, this is the sort of, um, age range, this is the the sex, this is the income, this is the uh, interests that my audience is going to have. Um, so to kind of go into the actual um, teaching portion of it, yeah. What I, I'm going to steal this from uh, Brandon Bucard, 
Okay. I, I heard this the other day on one of his podcasts, and I thought it was so simple that <laughs> I can't I can't swipe this. I can't turn this into something that you know is somehow mine. Like it's so simple that if I add to it, I'm just going to overcomplicate it. Gotcha. Um, so basically, what he said was, I help like what you need to come up with as far as like your your personal system of belief uh, as far as for your business. It goes, I help X do Y, so they can do or experience Z. You know, so in that circumstance, I help, you know, whoever I help business owners um, close more leads so they can spend more time engaging with their audience, something along those lines, right? The things that are important to you and um, and the people you help, if that makes sense. Yeah. Good. Um, so to actually kind of go into that, there's a method that um, we created here at Copy Identity. Um and so in order to create the an effective avatar, we call it the PDA method. And it's not like a the public display of affection, <laughs> you know, like there's no making out here. So just bear with me for a okay, second. Got it. Uh, so the P stands for personality, the D stands for demographics, and the A stands for aspirations. So you actually break that down into three different chunks to kind of figure out who you're selling to. Um, so I'm going to kind of, if it's okay with you, Brian, I'm going to kind of talk about each uh, step and then you can ask me kind of questions throughout if that's all right. Go for it. Sounds good. Okay. So P. So let's start with that. The um, the personality. How many, I don't know if this has happened to you, Brian, or not, but I, I feel like most of us can relate to this scenario where you um, you are working at a place. Maybe that was your very first place of employment if you've been an entrepreneur your entire life. And um, and you're, you know, you were talking about being 16 and working at a pizza hut or something, you know, like, um, but regardless, you go to your job and there's some people you just connect with and then there's other people that you don't. And, um, and it, it, sometimes it doesn't even matter whether it's a man or a woman. It doesn't matter if it's, uh, if they're, you know, if you're 30 and they're also 30, you know, you can connect with somebody who's 50 um, and who's the opposite gender as you, but you just have this connection where you just, you're laughing and you're enjoying each other's company and you text each other and everything's going great, you know, and you have a, you have a friendship that develops uh, even though you're not necessarily in the same age bracket. So yeah. that's why the personality aspect of this is important because yes, there is a, which is going to be the next part with the actual demographics. Um, so yes, there is something to be said when you're targeting an audience as far as like income levels and things like that. And I'll get to that. Um, but the first thing you want to talk about, think about is what sort of personality do I want to showcase to my audience? So I break this down into four um, basic ways. Uh, so the very first one is fun and energetic. So do you want the, keep in mind that every single one of these, it needs to be true to you. And, um, to some extent we're always, you know, depending on, we have every, each of these, uh, four, but it's whatever is easiest for you to project on camera and for the people that you want to bring into your group. So, um, I just wanted to add that little caveat, yeah. but fun and energetic. So these are the people that are like, party animals that love doing the like, um, you know, group activities that do like, uh, that go to these like manager meetings. And like, they're the first ones to to want to build the pyramid of trust and all that kind of stuff. And they're just like, they're full on, you know, like bros, you know, and they're just like, yeah, and they're partying and they're, that's just their thing. They, they love the high energy and they're just putting themselves out there. And if that's yeah. you, that's totally okay. That's awesome. Because those people do tend to um, get a lot of attention because they, they are so high energy and they bring a lot of vitality, um, mm -hmm. to life. Right. Um, right. but again, if you are not that person, if you are, 
a little bit more serious or more data driven, which is the next one, you know, acting that way in front of a camera, you might be able to do once or twice or, you know, but <laughs> then you're going to inevitably just hate what you do because you're not going to feel like it's true to you. So you're going to end up growing an audience that you don't really enjoy and you don't really like talking to. And it's just like one of those situations where you're just like, in order to gain some sort of popularity, you sort of sold your soul. And now everybody's talking to you in a way that you hate. And you're just like, listen, I like the opera. I don't care about sports. And that's okay if that's what you do. Right. So, but if you say like, Oh, let me, because this particular audience group really loves sports. If that's what you start the conversation with, you can't really complain when all they want to do is talk sports, but you hate it. Do, does that make sense? It does. Cause it's, it's, uh, you, you reminded me at the time I was doing live streaming. We had a, we, me and a partner were trying to do something for, for introverts. Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause I'm an introvert. Sure. And she was too. And we were trying to get like, you know, the thing was called, you know, we trying to get, get people out of their shell. And what we found out was that, they didn't want to be. They didn't want to be out of this shell. <laughs> they were very comfortable <laughs> being in the shell. So our whole our whole premise yeah. was shot. So it's right. just like okay, okay. So maybe I maybe maybe I don't cater to to, to other introverts of what I'm doing. So it just mm. it was, it's it's I, I understand stand that you know the things that you might want to your intention may not always be what your audience is looking for. Exactly right. Hundred percent. Um, and so let me, <clears throat> excuse me, let me continue on and uh, just real quick and I'll move on to the second part. So the second um, personality type is the data miner. That's how, what I call them. So they're just, they're data specific. They're the people that want to know all measurements. They, you know, they, they want to know all the analytics. They're the people that are really like into like Google ads and Facebook ads and all that stuff. And it's not that they're into the creative or the copy, but they're just like, they're really interested in how to make this work and optimize it and get like the tiniest 0.5% difference better. You know, so those are people that, again, if you're talking to them, you want to be using a lot of numbers. You want to be using facts and figures and pulling in, not just pulling out a quote, but attributing that quote to a person or attributing certain um, uh, numbers to, you know, Forbes magazine, according to them, you know, like that sort of thing. And that's what's going to help um, create an authority um, to people who who listen to you that are data filled. Yeah. Um, the next is the people that are like very strong and no BS. This is usually the people that follow people uh, very similar to like Gary V um, or uh, what's that one guy? Something Jordan. Um, think the guys from like Wolf of Wall Street. Th- those oh, kind of guys oh. who were very like yeah. I'm alpha and I, you know, don't care and they, they're okay with cursing and blah, blah, blah. And again, I'm not judging any of these personality types. <laughs> these are all different and they all are effective in their own way, right? I mean, people as such as Gary Vee, um, he obviously is very uh, famous and, and uh, so that personality trait can very well um, uh, be excellent for you. I think that another personality that's very similar to that, that's um, pretty famous is like someone like Dan Locke. Now, again, I'm not necessarily endorsing any of these people. I'm just giving examples of like people who make this personality work and they, and the people who follow them either, um, really resonate with that personality and want to become it, or they are that personality. And that's why they're like, if he can do it, I can do it too. Right. Um, and then finally the emotional ones. So this, this is, the people that are very empathetic, these are the people that really want to touch base on that brand story, that want to know everything about you, um, that, you know, you can, uh, because there's some people who, my wife is like this, where she doesn't really want to 
know the bad news of the world, right? <laughs> she 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 wants everything to be sunshine and rainbows. And the moment that like, uh, you know, if I put on the uh, I don't know some random movie and it has like, uh, I don't know, so and so was murdered or something. You know, she's like, I don't want to watch this. I want to watch the Notebook or I want to watch. You know what I mean? Like right. she she's not into. Anything yeah. that's really all that depressing, although technically the notebook is super depressing at the end, it makes me cry every time <laughs> like a baby. I've never seen the movie before. Amazing. Really? Oh man. Oh my god. I don't know what it is, but maybe, last... maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's just people that are very empathetic and very emotional, and those are the people that are going to be very like holistic and and really want to talk about energy and bringing vitality into the world and all that kind of stuff. So this is all just about your not only face to face camera wise, but this is part of how your message has to engage with them, right? So like if you um, are somebody who's very strong, you're not going to be able to effectively write copy over the long term to people who are very emotional because you're you're not really going to be able to resonate with them and understand where they're coming from. It's not to say that you can't ever sell to somebody like that. There are certainly people who can. However, we want to have a business that is true to you. You know what I mean? It's like that's the only way something like this is going to work in the long term and to where you don't feel like you have to constantly rebrand and pivot and shift and it has to be true to you so that way you can be happy to uh, make videos, to create content, to have classes, to do podcasts. Like that is what is um, most imperative before the money and everything else, at least to, in, in my humble opinion. So uh, I'm glad you're, you're saying a few things here that I, I want people to to hear is that there are going to be other people just like you. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think a lot of people think that, you know, people aren't, people aren't going to like me, like the real me, you mm -hmm. know? <laughs> sure, sure. Like, so I think getting getting yourself out there someone's going to resonate that with that someone someone's going to someone's going to feel that someone's going to going to to be attracted to that so i it, this, it, we have a whole world out there so it's not oh, just yeah. it's not just people on your block exactly <laughs> you know? exactly so you got a whole world out there someone's going to be like yes that's me that's who that's who i resonate with so i'm glad, you're, I'm glad you're, you're putting this out this is awesome stuff man Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, so let me move on to the second part, which is the D. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, the demographics behind everything. So there's a couple key demographics, uh, particularly if you're going to be doing like advertising and things like that, that you want to look at and touch base on. Um, so the first one is the is age. Like that's just a primary one. Um, this is going to be particularly useful to you if you're looking to. Uh, engage with a certain group of people that you just that naturally kind of uh, know what's going on in the world, right? So you don't if you are someone who uses a lot of language like lit, and you know they're they're trying to keep their social media presence like very new and like cool. It's mm -hmm. not necessarily going to be that beneficial to you to target people that are in their sixties. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, or if you're starting with new business owners, another that's another way to put it, right? You're thinking, okay, I can help people who are new in whatever, let's say coaching. So you want to teach people how to be an effective coach. Cool. Right. That may not necessarily, now I'm not saying a 60 year old can't find you, buy into your program, et cetera. I'm just saying that that's not necessarily the group that you want to put a thousand dollars towards your ad spend on. If you know the, the, cause you want someone new that's into coaching. That may be someone who's a little bit younger, who's in their 
you know, early 30s who's looking into becoming an entrepreneur or something along those lines, if that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. So like the next one might be um, sex. Okay. So you want to go into this. Uh, I'm not saying you should stereotype anybody, but you know, it's, it's a little bit of like, I'll give you an example of like yoga. If you were someone who sells <laughs> yoga mats, it would make more sense to put 90% of your budget towards the, a female audience. You know, you can still sell to men. It's not to say that men won't attend a yoga class or whatever, but the vast majority just happen to be female. Now, some things may not necessarily be, um, uh, wouldn't necessarily make super sense, right? Like, for example, if you were doing this coaching thing, um, especially if your mission statement isn't about like, I help female entrepreneurs or whatever, then it may be okay to test, especially in the beginning. Like, let me just split this even. I'll show it to whoever wants to attend. And then I'll let Facebook's analytics tell me, um, you know, is my audience 80% men, you know, or is it 80% women or whatever. And then from there, you can kind of dictate your ad spend and your budget. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, now what, if, what if you, what if you do that in, in like the analytics tell you that it's kind of like 50, 50 either way. Yeah. What am I going to do now? Well, that's, that's, that's actually okay. Right. Because that, that's part of, part of where the personality part goes back into play. And that's where it's like, if it's 50, 50, that's perfect. It doesn't really matter. It's just really because your personality is still going to shine. And all that really tells you is that in the copy that you put, you need to be a little bit more, um, I guess you could say without it being necessarily politically about politics, you need to be a little bit more, um, uh, gender neutral, you know, like if your stories are, uh, if you're giving an example, you want to talk about like, if you're dating a guy or a girl, as opposed to saying like, so when you're dating some chick, you know, because that, that may not necessarily resonate with half of your audience. Does that make sense? Right. right. Exactly. Right, so that's, that's really just about the examples yeah. you use. Or, or, or you can split the ads to be more, to more, to be maybe be more male, male centered and more female centered as well. hundred percent. Right. Okay. so you can, you can do instead of one ad, two different ad sets, one speaks a little bit more about to a, a uh, in a female's perspective on something, one versus uh, a male's perspective. And that's a, an easy way to do that is maybe something like thinking about like an anniversary or Valentine's right. day or something where you might have one thing where it's from the man's perspective, which is like buy this gift for your significant other, your wife, um, and that way, you know, you don't forget this year. And like, that's the entire gist of the ad copy. And it's just like, ha ha funny. And like, oh, I need to remember to get her a present. The woman's version might be like, you know, buy your, the, the man of your dreams, your husband, the guy that works so hard, blah, 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 the, the king to, you know, to, uh, your king, buy him this. And then like, you get what I'm saying there? Like it, it, right. it can be just a little different. It's usually just a matter of the tone shift or the example you use, um, whether it's in content or ad copy, as far as like um, what's who you're talking to. Gotcha. That's yeah. Right. Because if you have like 80% women, it's easier to tell you like, you know, when you're a mom driving, you know, all these kids around, you're so busy, you need, that's why you need, uh, you know, this uh, Morningstar latte brand you know what i mean because you know like i'm gonna hit this ad target that's for women that right. are for moms etc right exactly um so from there you go into income biggest part of this is just understanding uh who can afford you if you sell a ten thousand dollar um you know coaching program again as an example you may want to set income brackets because someone who is barely making you know thirty thousand a year may not be able to afford you or that may be their entire you know 
life savings that they've been um, working up to. And right. like, if you can't absolutely 100% guarantee a return on that investment, you might have taken 10 grand from somebody who just can't afford to do that right now. Right. You know what I mean? So like, I, I always say business, keep it ethical. You know, like I understand the $10,000 is a nice check for you to cash, but you want to make sure that you're not hurting your business in the long run by, you know, screwing people over or taking too much of their, their time or money when you know that you can't effectively um, help them, if yeah. that makes sense. You yeah. know, but if you have like a $20 product, someone who makes 30 grand a year, that's not necessarily a big deal to them. You can still sell to them and it may not matter. Exactly. There like you go. That. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, and then there's just two more location and language. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's important to understand, um, you know, who you're selling to, where you're selling it, not only from a language barrier standpoint, but can you actually ship it to them? Uh, or do you have any way for your content to resonate with what they're experiencing? Uh, sort of like the little joke I had over here about sunny Hawaii. Like, but if I saw a, a uh, you know, a, a North Pole, what is that? North face, right? North face. North face. Um, yeah. If I had seen one of those jackets, <laughs> right. you might be more inclined to buy that, Brian, but I would definitely not be because I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, like True. I'll put on, you know, a long sleeve shirt instead of my tank top or something <laughs> right. and I'll be good. Right. Gotcha. Um, and then finally it's interest. And this is just going off of, uh, what is relevant to your audience. If we go with that yoga thing again, um, instead of just targeting people that are into, that have, you know, yoga memberships, you could start to experiment a bit with your, your ad targeting uh, or the copy you have um, or the content you produce by talking about meditation as an example, you know, like figuring out what sort of different interest levels they might have or things that they're interested in um, is another way to not only make your dollar stretch further, but give you more content to talk about. So if we go back to that example about moms, um, if they're a mom, obviously they have children. So if they have children, it's easy for you to talk about some common things like children making mess, not picking up for themselves, you know, playing in mud. Um, you know, when they were a baby, they pooped all over you. You're like, whatever, you know, like things that you, you have right. that you can experience or speak to, you can talk to them. And suddenly that's triggering these memories and thus an emotional response. And they're going like, wow, this person understands me. This person knows me. Oh, I resonate with this person and what they're going through right now. Um, these are all important things for an audience to connect with you and build that um, know, like, and trust factor. So, so people going through this, going this, going through this, we're mostly talking about, you know, starting with an ad right now, basically, <clears throat> right? Am, am, I, am I right? Just, you know, going through the ad sure, and, and figuring out your avatar mm -hmm. through, through feedback. So you're going to need some kind of feedback right? Uh, while you're kind of guessing it through, guessing it through in the beginning, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that's where you start to look at the analytics and you start to look at just like general engagement stuff. And if, you know, you post something, um, if you're not doing an ad, but you're doing a purely organic, if you post something about being, you know, uh, I don't know, going to the club as an example, but right. it gets like no <laughs> likes, it may mean that your audience doesn't understand what that means. It may mean right. that whether that's because of a, you know, a, an age thing, a gender thing, uh, whatever, it just may mean that that post doesn't resonate. But then you, the next one talks about, you know, um, not being able to, you know, eat any food all day, except for, you know, a midnight snack, because you were so busy running around with your five kids. And that gets a bunch of likes. Well, hey, even if you can't attribute that necessarily to gender, you can say my audience resonates with 
the yeah. fact that I have kids and I have a busy life. So let me create more content that's about that. So I don't want to miss, miss that point, what, you're, what you just said now. Asking questions is key. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing paid ads, if you're doing it organic, asking questions is maybe a simple way to find out what people are looking for. Oh yeah. Like that. So what if, what if you're asking, what are people, okay. So what are people who are on here now and they don't have anybody they, that they think or say that they want to, that they can ask and they don't have the money to mm-hmm. really do it, doing a paid ad. What do you, you know, go from there, from there? Sure. Um, there's a couple different things you can do. I mean, you can um, go into Facebook groups that you already go in and see, you know, um, like just ask without being salesy, because a lot of the times that's part of the, you know, stipulation is you can't sell in this group. So just say like, hey, I'm I'm trying to do a little something, you know, with, um, I don't know, yoga. And I just I have some questions. Anybody who has any uh, who does yoga, if you can answer this, it'd be great. Yeah. Um, especially if you clarify that with the administrator first, so just to make sure that your post doesn't get deleted or whatever. Uh, <laughs> another fantastic option, and I really recommend doing this, and I've done it a million times over, is go to, um, well, actually, there's two. Easiest, uh, the easiest one that I like is go to a place called Reddit, reddit.com. I don't know. Uh, many of you probably know what that is. Uh, yeah. So find some subreddits, so search in there for specific things, for example, yoga. And then you can go in there, join the group, and then create a little post that says like, hey, for those that do yoga, um, what are some things that uh, you're interested in? Or what are some of the things that you're finding are difficult um, when it comes to doing yoga at home now that there's a pandemic or, you know, et cetera. Like doing something like that, posting in a forum, posting in a group, et cetera, allows for feedback from general random strangers. (laughs) And it gives you a better honing ability to figure out what sort of um, issues or details you should be talking about in your uh, in your course or in your program or app or whatever. Right. And then there's one last little tidbit and it's very simple. It's almost the same thing, but it's a little different is just go to like Instagram, type in, um, you know, like uh, as an example, you know, yoga, if we're going to keep with that same example. Mm-hmm. on the search bar and then you're going to see a bunch of people posting you know like yoga uh videos and their yoga teachers and instructors and things like that and what you can do is like especially the ones that are have a lot more followers you can click on it check out some of their posts a lot of the times they'll post um some really good interesting content they'll have some tips or whatever look at the actual don't just worry about them but look at the feed and then underneath it you'll see a bunch of you know comments 25 35 comments of different people saying like, I love this. Okay. If they love it and as simple as that, Hey, that's a tip that you can try to repurpose. Um, but if you'll have, you might have some other people that are like, I like this, but turn, you know, I don't have the ability to do this because I'm just a beginner. So now that can make you think like, Oh, maybe I should have a beginner portion of my yoga course. You know what I mean? Like it's little things like that. Like I, Oh, to make me different, I'm going to have a part where like, if you can't get to these stretches, we're going to work on building some foundational, um, strength or some foundational uh, flexibility. I love it. That's great stuff, man. It's great stuff. Good. All right. Uh, and, yes, sir. And then there's one more part, um, and that's finally the the aspirations. This is the A of the PDA method. Okay. Um, this is going to be the shortest part, but it's probably. I mean, it's each part is important, but like, oh, this is super important, especially when it comes to copywriting. Okay. Um, so the first thing you want to think about are two things, and it's all about the immediate situation that um, they're finding themselves in. So the first one is their frustrations. So what are they frustrated about? Whether that's 
you know, uh, not being able to get coaching clients, not finding people that, to listen to the podcast, whatever it is that you think you can offer that you're interested in, that you have passion in, that you're trying to start a business around, figure out um, what the frustrations are. And this is where you can kind of go back to what Brian was asking about and go into Reddit, go into Instagram, figure out people's frustrations um, so you can build your program or your course or your service around those. But it needs to be a, about the immediate, okay? Yeah. Um, then you're going to do the exact same thing, but you're going to do it for their wants. It's a little bit different. So it's not just their frustration, but the, their frustration, it's like the opposite. So it goes, my frustration is I'm not getting enough clients. I want to get new clients every week. So if you can fulfill that, you already have like a win, right? So now you can effectively do put that in your ad copy. And it's almost like adding, having that feature benefit situation, which is like sales 101. You're able to say, <laughs> if you want to um, if you want to get clients on demand week by week and you're frustrated um, about not being able to find a client at all, follow me here and I can give you tips and tricks to help you or buy my program here, what, you know, et cetera. Here's this free download to give you the top five tips that I found that works to get a new, one new client every week, et cetera. That's that right. allows them to go into your opt-in, which then allows you to upsell, downsell, cross promote, et cetera. Um, and then the other aspects of that are the long-term. Uh, so if we are talking about the immediate, the frustration, the long-term is like the big problem. So if you say, my frustration is that I can't find a client or I can't find consistent clients, your long-term fear is that that means I'm going to fail. I, I, that what maybe, you know, that's like their big internal fear. What does that mean to them? Does that mean they're um, a loser? Does that mean that they're, that they're um, wasting all this money to, that they could have been spending to, um, you know, put their child through, you know, college, like whatever their big foundational fear is. I'm not saying that you need to use that necessarily in your copy per se, but you do want to have that knowledge. So whenever you say, Hey, I can help you uh, find new clients, you can say, I can help you find new clients. So that way your business doesn't fail and you don't feel like you wasted all this money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can, there's a softer way of doing it as opposed to just being like, so you're not a loser. Cause that's not <laughs> the way don't do that. You know, that's like old, old school selling. Yeah. And that is not the way to do things anymore. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's the same. And it's the same idea for the want, right? It goes from, I want to get a new client every week. Cool. That's great. That's what I'm going to help you do. But it's like, what is then the goal for that? So you can what? If I get a new client every week, I can have recurring income. If I can have recurring income, um, I'm able to take more vacations. I'm able to hire a, uh, a full-time assistant. So that way I take a big workload off of my plate and I can spend more time with my family. I can take, uh, I can start my passion projects and go fishing more. Like, you know, whatever it is, you're able to, again, speak to that long-term benefit, which just helps when it comes to writing uh, persuasive copy, whether that's in your ads, sales pages, emails, et cetera. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think you just answered my, 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 um, one of my final questions about is this the same concept? Can you use PDA for, for everything? Can you use it for, like, for ads, email, sequences, funnel? Yeah, because yeah, this is e-commerce. Is it right. still working e-commerce e as well? 
Yeah, it, it, 100%. Because I, largely I, we work with e-commerce brands. We, we do some B2B, um, but our main focus has been on e-com because that's just where we um, have felt a lot of our passion projects. Because a lot of people, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are some amazing B2B stories, but a lot of people who are in e-com have a, an amazing story that they can't get out there because, you know, you have they're competing with Amazon or Zales if they're trying to create, you know, uh, jewelry or whatever. Right. And so it's hard for them to get any sort of footing. And so for us, we felt like, you know what, we, we, um, when we started this, uh, a lot of the people who were e-commerce were the ones that like really took hold of, of our advice. And we wanted to continue to, to really um, push them forward because there's, it's a severely underserved, um, market that just doesn't get uh, any real love. And most of the time when we do B2, when marketers are doing B2B stuff, they don't speak to e-com. They just give a bunch of random examples that don't pertain to them. So it's difficult for e-commerce people to understand how sp particular things um, work in their business. The easiest example of that is something like um, you hear marketers everywhere, including myself, um, <laughs> saying, because it, it, it's true, you know, saying like, you know, uh, if you want to grow organically or through your social media, give value. Okay, that's great. But the question is like, what does value actually mean? And then if I'm an e-commerce brand, what does that mean? Because I, I'm selling, uh, you know, I don't know, t-shirts. I, I create these custom designs on my sketchbook and then I, I put them on t-shirts and I print them and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's amazing. Um, but they don't have the ability to just, they're not giving people tips and tricks about <laughs> business, you know, so to them, it's like, what, what, what do I have to give people? Well, you go, oh man, well, you have some really impactful value. Actually, you can teach people about art. You can teach people about, you know, um, screen printing. You can give them walkthroughs about how you create the things. You can talk about your brand message and why you started this in the, in the first place and your passion. And like, there's a lot to it, but a lot of people don't understand it because it's not spoken directly to them. Thus, the whole PDA thing where I can understand e-commerce, I can understand their pain points, I understand who I'm speaking to, I understand their personality traits on who I want to work with. And by doing that, you know, we're able to have a, you know, 99.5% success rate as far as like copywriting is concerned, as far as branding is concerned, and just general like how people feel about us when we work with them. So tell, I got a couple more questions here. Yeah, of course. That's great. Tell us like like some of the horror stories that you've seen for people who who are not using the avatar. When you can tell they're not using an avatar in their business, not going anywhere because they have not constructed or or even thought of formulating this whatsoever. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll give you an example that uh, <laughs> is lit is me. Um, when we first when we first started the business, um, we did that. We were just like, hey. I thought that that an avatar was kind of a silly thing. I was like, no, I want to sell to to everybody, anybody who is willing to pay us to do some co co copywriting or coaching. Like it doesn't matter, B2B, B2C, sales pages, emails, I don't care, I'll write for you. Yeah. Um, the problem with that was that through, you know, we wasted about, I would say 30,000, maybe $40,000 in ad spend the first year. Mm -hmm. um, and, by, and we only got two or three clients because we weren't able to speak to anybody's real pain because the problem was that you're always um, you're never giving thorough examples and you're, you're always saying like, hi, I'm Julio. I'm a copywriter. I can write anything you want. 
book now for $2,000, you know, and it's just like, I don't know who you are. I don't know anything about you. Why are you on my newsfeed? You're interrupting my, you know, what I was already doing. Uh, It just became this big problem where it was because I was so nervous about uh, ostracizing anybody. It became the actual, the opposite problem where nobody wanted to, to work with us because it was just like, you know, we were just the, that, those weirdos that were just like, hey, pick us. And like, we don't care who you are, what you do or who you serve. We're willing to work. And it just was like, I don't want to work with you, you know. But you see messages that are like, I create sales pages for, you know, um, handmade um, makers. Or I create sales pages for uh, people who are course creators or, you know, like whatever, like that allows people to say, okay, so this person is a copywriter. They create sales pages and I'm a, and they work with course creators. I need a copywriter or at least someone to teach me. I need to work on my sales page and I'm a course creator. Holy crap. They they might actually understand my business and know what I'm going through. And so then when they click, now they go to a homepage or a landing page that has testimonials from other course creators, because that's where part of all this comes into play. You're, right. you're, you're playing to that avatar. They have uh, testimonials from other course creators saying, this person uh, worked with me and we were able to get my sales page done in one day. And uh, it increased conversions 23%, which made me an extra $12,000 at the end of the year, whatever that is, right? Like, right. it's like, suddenly I'm like, holy crap, like, the investment of $2,000 for this person um, is is awesome because I'm getting 12, I could get 12,000 back by the end of the year, which means I can get 24,000 back in two years. Like you allow them to start extrapolating and convincing themselves why they should work with you. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Yeah. So I got one last question. This is great, man. Yeah. This is a very in-depth. I hope everybody's <laughs> getting a whole lot of this because I know that I am. So all right. My last question to you now then is, and I access of all of my guests here, it goes simply like this. We have people who are watching you, listening to you right now, and they're mm-hmm. loving what you're what you're saying. They they have similar goals, similar interests. They love copywriting. They they they've studied it. They they like sales copy. And they want to do what you're doing, what what you and Darian are doing, with helping sure. helping their audience. And and they want to know. You know, if you can just give them a, a few tips or something of that nature or how they can be an authority in this space. Yeah, of course. Um, sure. Um, so, man, way to put me on the spot. No. Um, <laughs> so when it comes to becoming an authority in your field, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different things that you need to do to, to really do that to the best of your extent. But some of the biggest is, A, going through what we just taught you here in this uh, authority podcast with Brian and, and just going through your avatar and understanding the personality and who you're serving from a demographic standpoint, and then how you can actually serve them and what they're interested in and all that kind of stuff, because it's going to help you build relevancy in your content and in your ads and emails, et cetera. So that in and of itself is going to be huge. That's a giant hurdle for you to overcome. Um, another way that you can um, help build that authority is to provide value. And I know I was just kind of you know, uh, making fun a little bit of all the marketers out there that say value. But what I'm saying is provide impactful value. And what I mean by that is if you're talking about um, saving people time, give them actual tips on how to save time. Don't just say, you know, um, that, uh, you know, 
I don't know, don't just put some random quote out there about saving time, like actually give them something to do, give them a software, give them a trick, a tip, a hack. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's going back to that yoga thing, you know, like if it's something, a product that's similar to that, like talk about building up their flexibility, talk about understanding their wants and their needs and their desires and, and give them content that helps them do that for free. So that way they're able to get tips and tricks and build that no like trust factor with you. So that way, by the time you do offer them something and you say, Hey, check out my, you know, uh, newest yoga studio live stream on StreamYard." you know, and I just want you to go on my Patreon or something and, and, you know, do a $5 a month. Like they are much more inclined to do that because you have given them value since the beginning. So they see you as someone that's not wasting their time. They see you as someone that knows more and is knowledgeable and can actually speak to them, understands uh, who they are and what they struggle with. Because if you, if you don't, there's no way that you're going to build proper authority, um, because you're just you're not going to understand the sort of examples to use, and you're not going to understand their situation and what they're they're trying to do. You know, so there's no way they're going to trust you when it comes to yeah. their body, their time, their money. It's just it's never going to happen. I like that. That's wonderful, man. This is great stuff, man. I, I appreciate everything. This I, I like I like the method, the PDA method. Good. Uh, was was awesome. Very detailed. Awesome. Very thorough. <laughs> uh, I know. I, yeah, there's no way that no one, no way that someone, people, people who are going to be listening to this cannot get something out of that. So, great awesome. stuff. Please tell people right now how they can get to, get a hold of you after the show. Sure, of course. Um, so, website is www.copyidentity.com. Um, the most active places that we're on are on Facebook and Instagram. And that's like facebook.com forward slash copy identity, you know, instagram.com forward slash copy identity. Um, and just generally, if you have questions, uh, concerns, thoughts, um, or if you just want to say that uh, you disagree about something and you want to bring it to my attention, you can feel free to do so. I'm always happy to have a lively debate on some of these things because, you know, it's it's marketing and it can be difficult for people to understand exactly um, what I mean when I come up with some examples. So if you have questions in general, um, you can message us at team at copyidentity.com and either my wife or myself can uh can message you back or if you want to speak to me directly totally okay uh, i won't tell her no I'm just joking uh that's <laughs> julio at copyidentity.com um and yeah man i'm, I'm really happy and uh, i know i'm a subscriber to brian's podcast so i really appreciate your time brian and yeah. i think this is a an amazing podcast and really helpful for people for sure and definitely i'm definitely going to be a subscriber to yours as well oh thank you uh, thank you sure um I'm not sure you didn't say anything about that, but he does have a podcast as well. Oh, yeah. Thank you for yeah. plugging that, Brian. Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, just go to any, you know, Apple, uh, uh, Google Play Store, whatever. And it's uh, uh, just copy ID, like short for identity, you know, I dot D dot. And you'll find me. There's a big old picture of this mug on the uh, the cover. It says host Julio Chavez. Click it. We got a bunch of different experts in, you know, SEO and content mar- marketing and writing and and all that stuff. So uh, we try to do, um, uh, we try to excel just like Brian's doing with his podcast by providing value. Um, so we really hope that you can join us there as well. Awesome. I love it. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. We have some te- technical difficulties all over, <laughs> <laughs> all over this thing. Uh, but we edit and edit. That's what editing is for. There you go. Gotta love it. Yes. Yeah, so um, great stuff. I, I have no, I have no words. This that is a copy blueprint right there. There it is. Uh, 
it's, it's right, right, right in front of you. Guys, get after it. You cannot do this thing without great copy. You just, mm-hmm. just, it's, you can try, <laughs> but you can be, it can be so much better right. if you, if you're doing your copy um, at, a, at a more higher level. So there it yep. is right in front of you. Thank you so much, Julio. It's yeah, been man. amazing. Thank um, you. Make my Friday. This is great. And awesome. everybody build it, share it, and they will come. That's all I got to say. Go. We're out. See ya. See ya. <laughs>